All right. Ice or die on ice torch. Is that what I called it, Code? I think so. Okay. All right. Anyways, Tony's with me tonight. He got wrapped into this shit that I don't think he knew what he's <laughs> about to find out what we're doing. It's kind of weird talking like there's an audience in front of you. There's really no audience at all. Hey, something to get used to, I guess, right? Hopefully nobody can hear my mom yelling at the fucking dog in the background. That's all right. Anyways, cool. <clears throat> so I got a little bit of an apology to make to you. Oh, boy. I was talking shit when I was out fishing. I'm like, what the fuck is this piece of shit? I purposely didn't tell you this because this was a good <laughs> talking point. I assume you probably haven't listened to the Ice or Die tour on Ice Fifth Day yet. <laughs> I was talking shit. I'm like, what is that fucking two-stroke sounding motor? It sounds like it barely wants to run. I'm like, oh, God, I hope it's not the fucking dirt by ears again. And I saw some guy out there with a fucking gas-powered auger. I'm like, Jesus, this guy needs to get with the times. Oh, yeah, and then, yeah... So, <laughs> I was telling Jasmine when we were walking off, I'm like, the only guy I know has got a bob house like that is, like, Cody. It never even hit me until I saw you on Sunday, which you had, Cody ended up being at the same pond as me, because he texted me, and I was already out fishing, didn't have service. Cody went out by himself, we ended up on the same pond. But, Cody had a hell of a day fishing compared to what I did. Cody, what'd you catch? I caught a few pickerel. Nothing big. And a couple pretty nice rainbow trout, which was a first for me. Never caught trout through the ice. I've caught rainbows, but not through the ice. They were big bitching trout. Your little yeah. brother posted them on Snapchat. I screenshotted that shit. I'm yeah. like, he's going up on the wall of fame. One was, I didn't actually measure, but it was definitely high teens. Somewhere in the 16 plus range. And the other one was definitely in the lower to mid teens. But... Within probably half hour of each other. <laughs> it was pretty impressive because I didn't catch shit. The last three days of the Ice Fisher Die Tour sucked. I didn't catch really anything. At least I don't think. I might have to listen to them to find out if I actually caught anything. But I don't remember catching anything impressive. My last few days of fishing. Which kind of sucks now thinking about it. I wish I had another five days. Right. I got this crazy idea code. Yeah, this wicked crazy idea. How cool would it be, A, to either the Ice or Die Tour, we somehow figure out a way to do an online chart system. And I've talked about the Kids Fishing Derby a lot, because that's kind of one thing I do enjoy doing in the wintertime. Oh, definitely. One of my crazy ideas, though, would be how cool it would be to get, like, the Lions Club on board with an adult's ice fishing derby the ice or die tour it's a five-day event we get everybody we know involved in it and whoever catches the biggest fish you know it'd be like 10 bucks to enter or something all the money we raised you know like a hundred dollar grand prize ever catches the biggest fish out of those five days of fishing started like on a saturday sunday monday tuesday wednesday figure out all the logistical shit and by friday announce the winner but all the money we get from the people entering into like the adult version of the ice fishing, all that money goes to the Lions Club to help out with the kids fishing derby. Yeah, I could see that working. But it sounds like a lot of work, and I don't know how that all works. I feel like you got to contact the fishing game if you want to do it. I feel like you just got to go at something like that with a plan. Like, take some time and come up with, because they're going to ask a bunch of questions on how do you want to do this, 
what's your plan for this? And if you have all those answers, I don't see a problem with it. Which brings me to my second idea. What if we just did it between you, me, Jake Fox, Hunter, anybody else we know that Ice Fish is hardcore, and we do a 50-50 route. 10 bucks enter. It's a gentleman's bet. Everybody puts in 10 bucks in the pot. Whoever catches the biggest fish after the five, the five days of fishing, you get the money. Now, my next question is, would you do categories for this said derby? Ooh, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. I actually haven't gone that far in my thought process. You could even do a general, like, say, panfish category. Yeah, whoever catches the biggest panfish. You could do, you know, say, a pickerel, a general trout. You could do, I don't know, bass. I mean, obviously, most of this would probably be catch and release type situations anyway. Yeah, somehow. Take a picture of the scale, measure it, write it all down. Yeah, we'd have to make like a stipulation on what type of scale it would be so you don't have that, yeah. you know, the Billy O'Connell, Walmarter, 10-pounder. Yes, I am talking shit, Billy, about your bass. Just saying. I hope you listen to this. You can be on the podcast, too. You can talk <laughs> about all the big bass you caught. They ain't 10 pounds. Anyways. Uh... So, yeah, I think it pretty much wraps up my crazy ice or die on ice tour. I keep forgetting what the fuck I named it because it was really complicated in my own head, but it sounded way cooler than it actually was. But, so, I remember my brief conversation with you on the lake or on the pond when I told Jasmine, like, should I ask him now or should I wait? So he has to come up with a blunt answer. So, here's one of my crazy far-fetched ideas that I'm looking for somebody to come along with me on. I have had this weird idea for like since I was a kid and read my side of the mountain of I wanted to try to spend the night outside with no tent, maybe a camp or a sleeping bag. Right. But I kind of want to be like an off gritty type, like like a Saturday morning, get out somewhere, which I already got one spot in mind because it's like the only local place we could do it. Build a brush cabin. Like uh, like a brush hut to sleep in for the night and have to spend the night in it and go fishing. Like all out survival all, slash yeah, oh yeah. fishing. I'm in tough debates if I want to do it without food, though. I'm so like, is it going to be like a catch and cook situation involved is my question. I, I feel like if I do it with no food, <laughs> it's going to go one of two ways. You're going to be very hungry. <laughs> Either I'm going to be very hungry and pissed off by hour eight or B... We'll catch some pickerel and have pickerel tacos. But I don't, I know your schedule kind of sucks for planning out shit like that. So I know it would be kind of complicated for you to give a yes or no answer. But what are your uh, ideas on partaking in this event? I mean, I'm definitely game for it. I'm sure there's plenty of spots to go build a shack in the woods and nearby nearby lakes or ponds. I think you think of the same place I'm thinking of to do it. Most likely. Yeah. Most likely. It's the only place that nobody would actually notice if we did it. Yeah. I think it'd be kind of cool. I think it'd be kind of cool for sure. Um, I don't know how you feel about the no food thing. I, I feel like it's an added element of we don't have to bring food with us, so that's kind of cool, and it's only for a day, but B, if it hits about 12.30 and there ain't no food, shit could get a little... A little haywire Yeah. I mean, there's definitely not a whole lot of uh, land animals that are in season this time of year either. 
snowshoe hair. There, 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 there's one. <laughs> but how I'm doing so far on the snowshoe hair hunting's not really panning out for that to be a viable source of food. That is true. Well, I mean, I'd like to think that we could even do something along the lines of, okay, let's have a, uh, you know, pre-adventure breakfast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then... And then you're at least set for a good portion of the day. <laughs> oh, oatmeal, pancakes, um, yeah, any heavy hitters, maybe a pizza or two. Something that would stick with you for a while, and then all you gotta really come up with is most likely dinner. I think it's doable. I think I, it's doable for sure. I'm, my birthday's coming up, so I'm really running that lines with the old lady about. I really want to do this, so even though she doesn't care, I've already got the okay. Now I just gotta figure out when I want to do it. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. Are we still in the January freeze? I guess. <laughs> Guy I used to work for believed in the January thaw, but I've never really seen a thaw in January before. I can honestly say that the temperatures do not fluctuate much this month. Fucking cold. <laughs> 14 at night. You know what? If we're cuddled up together... Ooh, that's the second thing that brings me. Is it... I don't know. I guess I'm writing the rules here, so it doesn't really matter to me. me. <laughs> I'm writing the rules in my head, but I'm like, I really, I've always wanted to do an off-grid camping adventure, like complete survival. Is a lighter allowed? I can start a fire with my bracelet. I usually wear my little spark arrestor on it, but sometimes it don't go too well. If it, you know, how off-grid am I going to make this? And I don't like being cold. So generally when I ice fish, I bring my heater with me. So I'm not sure if like I can go completely off-grid or if I'm going to bring the propane heater with me. I feel like that's kind of cheating if I'm trying to do a complete I'm lost in the woods and I got to fend for myself, but somehow I have a fish flasher and a jig rod. I don't know where it came from, but I found it. I mean, those are all things that you would have to ponder at night before bed and think, okay, do I need my flasher for this survival? And if the answer is yes, then just bring it. <laughs> yes. I mean, if, I'm writing the rules here. If that is more important than, say, food or water, I mean... I mean, I've caught plenty of fish without the flasher, but I've caught way more fish with the flasher, so I'm kind of like, if we're doing it with no food, do I, do we limit it? Is it like, you can bring five things with you? That could be food, too, I guess. We Like, five things. doesn't matter what it is. That's so, true. A sleeping bag, that one's checked. Two, heater, three, uh, fishing gear's null and void, but the flasher is going to count as one of them. So yep. if you bring the flasher, and that leaves me with two. A lighter. There's a lot of things that you could bring. A cast iron. Cast iron. I feel like yep. I'd be set. If we work it together and use your fire things up, we could we come up with some Doritos, <laughs> a thirty pack, um, some chicken breasts. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like it'd be fun to go camping in the middle of January in a brush hut just to say I've done it. Yeah, I mean, I can speak for me and say that I probably won't get a whole lot of sleep. No, no, no. Most I, likely, I will be sitting there all night by the fire and just tough it out. Yeah, the whole sleeping thing for. It's going to be a little rough. Yeah, Monday morning probably going to suck, but it's okay. I think it yeah, be, it's an adventure. It is an adventure. 
And it seems kind of retarded. It seems like something I could convince you to do. That's why I didn't want to ruin the surprise, because I knew you had no idea what the fuck I was going to ask you on this. It probably wouldn't take too, too much convincing. <laughs> no. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen the, one, the weekend we plan to do it. It's going to smell like a bastard. You're going to have to go to work. That could be a possibility. I guess if we get you out there before, you know, you get called in, then it's not your fault because you don't have service. Yeah. That is true. Oh, bastard. Yeah. It's Wednesday, at least, I guess. I think I want to go fishing. I think Hunter's out smell fishing. I kind of want to go out with him and see if he's got any cool tips and tricks on that. Because I kind of got my ass handed to me. It is kind of weird talking like there's an audience in front of you, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. But I can honestly say I've never been smelt fishing either. And I feel like it might be just because... There's two reasons you catch smelt. You're either going to eat them or use them as bait. And I've never found a type of fishing where I've had to use them as bait yet. I'm not saying there's not. Trout fishing. Right. Trout fishing. At least that's what I've heard. I've never yeah. tried. And I'm not a huge fan of eating bait-sized fish. Just not my cup of tea. But You ever tried them? I have tried other small fish and I have not liked them, but I can say I have not officially tried smelt. So I shouldn't knock it till I try it. It's kind of like anything deep fried. It's not going to taste bad. You know, That's it's true. like you bread it up, you put it in some oil, you cook it. It's like, it's not going to taste, it's going to taste like any other deep fried food. You don't really know. I mean, you like a fish fillet sandwich kind of tastes like a McChicken to me. I don't know. They all kind of just taste the same. That is true. I'll give you that. If you go like, primitive and no you're just gonna bake them or something then i could see where i'd be a bitch but you ever been you ever been dipped in before for smelt no nope. that's pretty cool uh chase thought about it i just again i i've never found a whole lot of reason to to do it to yeah. do it i mean i'm not gonna just catch them i mean i suppose i could find somebody who wanted them give them to them yeah uh might be my best bet smelting Dip netting's fun, just to see how many you can pull out one time. Chase and Morgan got really into it, actually, and uh, they brought me out. Chase is actually pretty good at it. Of all things for Chase to enjoy doing, that does not seem like something he would enjoy doing, but he's actually really good at it, and he knows where to go, surprisingly, too. Well, gotta have some hidden talents, I suppose. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like it's that risky enough for him to want to do, you know, like... <laughs> There's no motors or helmets involved. It doesn't seem like you would really be into it, but sometimes the kid will surprise you, that's for sure. That's true. But, ah, uh, so I see you were logging with a mini truck at work. I'm pretty interested to know what the hell happened for you guys to be using a mini truck for logging. Uh, basically, we had to go clean up some trails that led to an obstacle course type thing they have for the kids. And... I came whipping in the driveway to the camp where the trails start and realized that the snowbank was small enough that I could go through it. Ooh, game on. And uh, so I continued through that and realized I could fit on the trail. So I just kept going right into the woods and it ended up in the woods all day long. Nice. Not a bad deal. Well, I got stuck for a few times and that was just because I was too stubborn to use four wheel drive. But once I put it in four wheel, it came right out. Good to go. Took it up and down the ski hill a couple times. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was a good time. Speaking of ski hill, I have a bone to pick. You drove by Mascoma Lake at all? Not recently. Okay. 
I got a bone to pick. The fucking ski bums. It's the only way I can put it. I know the mountains are paying the ass to go skiing right now. He's going to have a lift pass and he's got to have a parking pass and he's got to be COVID friendly pass and all that bullshit. Right. If you drive by on Mascoma Lake, you would swear to God it's fucking ragged mountain right now. I, I have no problem with everybody using the lake. I think it's great. There's like 101 ice skaters out there, guys on fat bikes, and this is where I have the problem with the skiers. The skiers only. It's not because they're using the lake. It's because they're a bunch of assholes. They fucking... There's only one way on and off of that lake when you go off on the kayak launch, the sailboat launch. And they were all chilling out on the rocks, loitering, not social distancing, I'd like to point out to the bunch of assholes. <laughs> I hope they listen to this and yell at me. But they freaking were out there... And hi, Scout. Hi, Nuki. Hi. Hi, Nathan. Hi. Everybody out! Come on. Come on. Hey. hey. Come on, Scout. Yeah, you have no purpose. That's why I podcast in the freaking ice hut. I don't have to worry about the dogs fucking busting in. Anyways. Yeah, so the ski bumps, Coke. They're freaking... They can't go skiing at the mountains, so they've all bought these freaking kites, which I think is cool as hell. I actually want to buy a kite and some skis just so I can do this. And they freaking hold on to these big-ass kites that go fucking flying across the lake. It looks like super fun, and like some of the guys will catch air and shit when the wind picks up. Looks like a freaking blast, but here's what I had a problem with. The ki- Have you ever seen the kayak launch down there? Yeah. It's like a one-way on, one-way off. They're all sitting up there on the rocks... And the the two by four that goes across, so you can't put anything big down there. They got all their fucking skis lined up on it, and like, where am I supposed to go with my big ass sled? Like, you bunch of assholes, get out of the fucking way! Like, I don't have a problem with them being out there. I kind of think it's cool. I want to try it, but don't be a dick about it. Like, move your shit. Like, I'm gonna make a freaking notion to put all my jig rods on top of the two by four to prove my fucking point. Like, yeah, like. Come on, just because you guys want to go skiing, everybody wants to have fun, everybody's got to share the lake, doesn't mean you can fucking sit right there. Like, just go. Go back to your car and be a ski bum over in the freaking parking lot. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of room for everybody if they just get out of the way. I got no problem with it. I really, really want to try it, too. So I can't talk to you much shit. I got to make friends with one of those guys. I think you should try it. I think it'd be a good time. I feel like it would be until you get your ass lifted off into the air and freaking... Yeah, that might be a little... A little questionable. Oh, for sure. For sure. I freaking, I don't know. The fat biking looks like a lot of fun, too. But I cannot find a fat bike for under, like, 1200 bucks. There's a bunch of them at the school that people ride around on out on the ice all the time. It's like my problem with spending a lot of money on a bicycle comes down to the simple fact I still got to pedal the fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to do it for you. Like, five grand for a really nice bike. I went, I'm glad I didn't go down the freaking rabbit hole of bicycling. I got my Raleigh. That's all I need. Which, I was still like a $600 bike. You know, not that great. Like, not that bad, but it's not that great of a bike. I mean, my fucking auger sat up in the corner was, was worth more than my freaking bicycle. <laughs> yeah. Priorities, you know? Yeah, I mean, drilling holes, riding bikes. Yeah, pick which is most important. For sure. 
Well, I guess. I, I don't know why I get bored with shit so easily. If I could incorporate somehow ice fishing and fat biking and sailing with skis all in one hobby, I couldn't do a pretty epic freaking cut a huge trench down the fucking hole. Like a trench all the way down the lake. And then I could ride the bicycle one way trolling. And then I could freaking ski back the other way with a freaking sail and troll the whole lake. Yeah, that's an idea. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, one hell of a trench. I don't know about you, Code, but I've had enough of this podcast and so far. Already? Already. I'm running out of shit to talk about. Because that's pretty much my big adventure in my head right now is going on the bushwhack and survival. And uh, I think that would be a good topic starter to relive and do a freaking analysis of where we went wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there'll be some wrong turns there at some point in time. For sure. Might end up lost or hungry and have to go to the store. Yeah, good thing I know my way back to Papa Z's. It don't matter where I am, I can always step out the freaking chicken. Yeah, my way back. Oh, Code, I think that's going to wrap up our quick little segment for Wednesday night since all of us freaking are on a school night. Oh, yeah. It sucks. But, all right, Code, you got an outro? I don't really have an outro except other than, you know, hopefully I can come back sometime and do it again. Oh, maybe after our adventure we'll do yeah, it. Yeah, we'll do another one on what happened on the camping trip. And on the camping trip. I think camping trip is next event. How good or how bad it might have gone. <sighs> <laughs> to be determined. Alright, until we come back on, catch you later.